spinning. It's spinning. Jonathan Sexton has made it. He has snatched victory from the jaws of defeat for Ireland. the king of the world. Welcome to Clubhouse. this show on the road, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. O'Gara on his own. Ronan O'Gara brings up the 50 for Ireland. Gets the ball away. Inside pass. O'Gara! It works for Ireland. Park's kick is charged down and straight into the arms of O'Gara. Been charged down though by O'Gara. And O'Gara will score. Here he goes, O'Gara. He's done it. into the Ronan O'Gara is in the clubhouse. Oh. Raj, I, I'm just going to start with how are you? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> a little bit nervous, but like, you're not the only one. <laughs> um, do you miss him, Donica? Do you miss Rog? Yeah, my roomie. This, we were just saying it outside. This would normally be lights out. We'd be in the Shelburne, lights out, fast asleep. Wouldn't be up this late. So, um, but it's mad. You pick it up there, don't you? Like even yeah. last week with Quinny, you just uh, you kind of make bonds that you kind of keep. So, um, but Rog, how, how's it going in New Zealand? How's um, yeah, I, I was kind of keen for a break. It was, a, it was an intense month. Mm. Hit the ground running and you have to coach in their terminology. So to explain that, basically, there's a word for, you know what I mean? If I yeah. pass the ball to you, it's one word. If I pass the ball to Mario, it's a different word. Yeah. Like kicking off nine, there's three or four different words. Kicking off ten, there's three or four different words. Like uh, areas on the pitch are all differently mapped out. Um, so you need to be taking... Incredibly, you want to be talking their language, you know, yeah. so... What's New Zealand like? Um, it was sunny. First time ever been there. Ten oh. times been sunny. It's I'd normally be, miserable. Yeah, June, for every... New Zealand for us was basically, you go there in June, you nearly win the first test, you get the shit bed out of you for the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Donica said it was like Middleton in 1995. <laughs> it gets dark at four o'clock. Yeah. And... Um, it w wasn't pleasant memories, Mario. You know, it was the end of a hard season. Yeah. That's an excuse, obviously, but Every it's a great place. Ronan, it's time to play Monster Mind. <laughs> I love Monster Mind. <laughs> Relax, you the grand boy. Oh, sorry, it's... I don't... <laughs> I was on a flight. This was the first, second programme, is it? Please state your name. Ronan O'Gara. And your occupation? Professional rugby coach. 
Ronan O'Gara, professional rugby coach, you have one minute on the chosen subject, the life and times of Raj. Your time starts now. Against what team did you score your first penalty kick for Ireland? Scotland. Correct. What was the name of the first racing animal you owned? Um, La Griff. Incorrect. All steel. That was a greyhound. Inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> it said racing animal. Okay, okay. You're obsessed Stop with the horses. clock. <laughs> what monster teammate did you once share a toiletries bag with? He shared it with me, Donegal Callahan. Vera Wang. Which the Vera Wang. Which who? That's what we used to use. All right. Which Simpsons character were you nicknamed after by some of Munster's younger players? Uh, Connor Murray, Chris and me. Monty Barnes. Monty. Why? Because I'm old and feeble. <laughs> <laughs> you have BA and an MA in business economics. What does GDP stand for? Gross domestic product. Woo! <laughs> in Kalini Castle, you had to get an extra TV so you could watch Cheltenham. What did Dunica watch in the same room? Murder, she wrote. Driving Miss Daisy. No. <laughs> AP McCoy won the Grand National in 2010. What was the name of the horse? Oh, it was a JP horse. Synchronised, thank you. Well done. Well, well, don't push it. What? Don't push it. Don't push it. Who was the winner of the 2017 Irish Grand National? Puppy Power and... Size and John. Size and no, John. No, wrong one. Got the wrong one. Sorry, Arjuke. Arjuke. Fair play. Against what team did you receive your 100th cap? South Africa. Correct. Against which team did you pass the 1,000 test point mark in 2011? No idea. Okay, Rog. <laughs> Try again. You're, you're a barrel. <laughs> Rog, what is your favourite Christa Berg song? Ah, oh, it's easy. Never I've seen started... you looking so lovely as it did tonight. That's all you're getting. <laughs> I can go now. <laughs> the chorus. The chorus. I can go now. The chorus. Yeah, get it out. Come on. Mario. No. Mario. <laughs> okay. Ronald O'Gara, everybody. <laughs> good questions, actually. You get badly stitched up there. Sorry. After the break, champion jockey who has won 4,000 races, AP McCoy is here. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter if you don't even like horse racing. All you need to know is that he is the man. Not to have a care in the world or not to worry about whether you're winning or not winning, you know. It's not the end of the world. But it's the end of the world to me. AP McCoy, everybody! <laughs> AP. Yeah. Lovely to see you. AP, Rog is a huge horse racing fan. <laughs> I'm a big Tony McCoy fan. I think 
My more generation. Ruby Walsh fan, to be honest. Oh, yes, for no. sure. I'll second that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a friend of Ruby's. I'm Fanny Orr. You're his only friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's his only friend. That's what he meant to say. AP, are you a rugby fan? Yeah, I'm a rugby fan. I, I love sport. I, yeah. I love, I love, yeah, I love all sports. I'm a rugby fan. Yeah. What are your first memories of rugby? Or actually, Willie John McBride was actually born about a mile from where I was born, and there's only four houses between where I was born and where he was born, and we live in the country. Go away. So I'm not even the best sports person on my road. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt bit, that very which much. Which is a bit disappointing. <laughs> did you watch the match? I did. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we. Were, I was actually in Leperstown for the weekend, so. Um, Saturday and Sunday, so we watched it up and uh, we watched it at the race course afterwards. Brilliant it was. And presumably it was the same up there. It was doom and gloom and then trepidation and then... Yeah, because you, you were kind of disappointed that they got themselves in the position that they got. You know, maybe they shouldn't have gotten the position, but you know, he'll know better than anyone. But the difference between, you know, the elite sports people is the ones that can cope with that kind of pressure. And for what Johnny did was... Roger's just nodding away. No, yeah, yeah. Is he? No, it's yeah. interesting. Leave him talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've chatted about this, Mario. Prickly. <laughs> you know, but no matter how much you practice that, you know, there's nothing like doing it under that immense pressure. And that's what makes the difference, you know. That's a, and that's obviously the difference between Ireland winning and losing. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Rog uh, at the weekend? Were you impressed? Yeah, I'm always impressed with him. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, I would, I actually, I'm not just here to make him feel bad, but I would say that my favourite Six Nations moment ever was in 2009 when he made that kick. You know, it's not funny, you were going to ask you about that. No, I know you were going to, but not just because he's retired sportsman, not, I'm here to make him feel better. Yeah. But. Stringer, O'Gara, back in the pocket for his drop goal attempt. Here he goes, O'Gara! He's done it! That surely is the Grand Slam! Yeah. As he said, if he missed everyone in Ireland, would have hit him forevermore. So <laughs> there was a lot of pressure, and like that being the first, you know, Grand Slam in however many was it 1948 or something like that. You know, so that pressure, you know, and as I said, not just because everyone thinks, you know, I'm not just here to everyone thinks in Ireland this weekend that Johnny's the greatest thing ever, and I, I, I do love Johnny, but I just. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, Ruby's in trouble. You're, uh, you're all right. I actually thought, Rod, you were very self-deprecating at the weekend. You didn't want to talk about that drop goal. He said, you know, stop talking about me. He was jealous goal. of Johnny, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but you described your one as a bit of a scoop. Yeah, I was just saying to Tony there, I think, if I missed my one, I was in big trouble. You know what I mean? You shouldn't miss that. While with Johnny's one, it's very, very unlikely to get it in terms of the kicker's mentality. Like, wet surface, there's an awful lot of facts against you there. Mm. While that one, you should be getting. Absolutely. So you're just kind of lucky, that's what you're saying, yeah? yeah. Not like, if you do it the you next lucky week. If you, you got lucky more times. <laughs> yeah. You get lucky more times than everyone else. You must have yeah. done right. Like, two totally different sports, but you probably have a lot in common in, you know, in the sense of competitiveness. But also, I was thinking today, myself and Donica were talking about injuries as well. AP, what kind of injuries have you had over the years? Give us a kind of a brief... There, there are a lot of similarities and you know, I think, you know, I don't think you're big enough to be a jockey, are you? You're probably just about, you as tall as me or not? Just about, yeah. <laughs> Stand up, give us a look. Stand up. Oh yeah, I see. Back to back, finish them off. Oh, oh, yeah. oh you're a bit bigger, you're a bit taller. You just over those dodgy shoes. Yeah. That's why Roger wins those odd shoes. <laughs> yeah, but there are, there are, I suppose there are similarities. I had a lot, you know, I had a lot of injuries, you know, I, Broke pretty much. I broke my ankle, my leg, my arm, my wrist, my lower back, middle back, all my ribs, vertebrae, sternum, the whole lot, you know. So, 
had a few. I can't have been that good because I seem to have got injured quite a lot. Raj, injuries. <laughs> I feel, uh, apart from you're, your man, you're apart, here, yeah, I feel the lads did say he was the pretty boy of rugby, and he just done the precious bits like kicking and you know no just hit out of the rough stuff. Did you play with your ear hanging off? I did. What was yeah. that? Um, Claremont. He's going to be modest, uh, Mario, but that was the bravest thing we ever saw on a rugby pitch. You're going on about AP's injury. Raj mm. came back on with his ear falling down. We managed to get a bonus point that day that got us out of trouble, but you've broken over 700 bones in your body, and he just had a floppy ear, and we thought he was a, <laughs> we thought he was a hero. Imagine how you would have been received in our dressing room, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there are obviously a lot of similarities in terms of the, the day. Look, rugby is, is very physical. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, I could say that maybe a horse falling on this, you know, is, is pretty sore at times. But, you know, running into, pretty sore. Running, into <laughs> running into the likes of him head on wouldn't be, yeah. wouldn't it's be, so wouldn't funny be a great sport in my eyes, to be honest. None of us would swap. Well, maybe you'd swap, Raj, but all the rest of us are quite happy to put our heads between asses. Yeah. <laughs> And competitiveness. I mean, like you're a monster for winning, right? Yeah, I think you have. I think you know it's one of those things. He'll know the more you score, the more you want to score, the more you win, the more you want to win. You, it becomes an addiction or an obsession. And but is I'm always interested in this as well. Winning is winning a fear of losing, or is it an addiction to winning? Couldn't I actually don't know the answer. I don't. You know, I, you obviously get a lot of enjoyment from from the you know the, the enjoyment of winning is everything. But you wake up in the morning and the fear is what, yeah. I think, is what, dri what drove me more than the, yeah, the enjoyment of winning. It's all about, it is all about winning and that's what it's all about. But I, I think when I got up in the morning, I was actually nearly as, the fear probably kept me going as much as in. But then again, you shouldn't be frightened to, to lose either. You know, that's what a lot of good sports people will say. Here's, but here's I, was some... frightened, I was frightened of losing, if the truth be known. Yeah. Our next guest has represented Ireland in two World Cups, but this weekend he's planning to bring us all back down to earth. It's current Italy team coach Conor O'Shea, everybody! Connor, 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 we are absolutely delighted you're here. Absolutely delighted you're here. I mean, look, I can't get beyond this kind of obvious question, which we kept coming back to all day, uh, myself and Donica. And it's, is it a strange sensation, or how strange a sensation it is to be coaching Italy, coming to Ireland to play against yourself? It's not, and Rod will say it from mm. his point of view, uh, it's, it's not about coaches, it's about players. That's the first thing. And I, I think I've got... You, you get time, you talk about, I'm beside two Munster legends, you talk about time you have and a responsibility you have, and we've got a responsibility to Italian rugby, so it's not strange, it's, it's amazing, it's actually amazing. How do you communicate with your players? I mean, I say that because uh, we, the Irish soccer team had an Italian coach who coached us for a while, and now the Italian rugby team have an Irish coach who coached them for a while. Now with us, it was a bit difficult with Mr Trapattoni because all we kind of got was, go, play, make, play. Go, class, play. <laughs> so how do you communicate to um, I'd like to say brilliantly in Italian. I try as much as I can. I've learned. I went to a week-long intensive course in Florence early in the year, eight hours a day, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, uh, doing various, various bits. So it was a tough 40-hour week. And uh, just, I still make terrible mistakes. I, sh I dread thinking back to my first press conference and I tried it in Italian and it was awful. But the only way you can do it is trying. And... Um, 
it's nice to actually learn a new language and, and hopefully I'm getting better. And we kind of made a deal at the start of the four years. Yeah. After four years, my Italian would be good and after four years, their rugby would be better. Okay, okay. What's the Italian, for example, for rook? Good question. Punta di Contro. Punta di, fantastic, well done. Uh, just to test your Italian here, who painted the ce ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> oh, God. I'll go Michelangelo. <laughs> Michelangelo, correct. Uh, how many times has Italy won the FIFA World Cup? Three. Fantastic. Penne fettuccine, what are they? Pasta. Perfecto. Grazie. He's Italian enough. <laughs> what, what, about, what about your family? Like, I asked you about the sensation of playing against Ireland. How do your family feel? Do your family go, come on, Italy? Um, bought them all Italian jerseys for Christmas and, and put them on more and they have to arrive in the Aviva wearing their Italian jerseys. So we want to give... Italy is an amazing country to go to, to the culture, the family, uh, the, the food, and there's so many good things about it. And when you go to the Stadio last week and it's practically full, you just wish that this country uh, that, that we have is going to be a really powerful force in maybe a few years' time. And if we've contributed to that, that's all that I care about. Yeah. Well, you've been an amazing fullback for Ireland, but you've also been one of the best pundits we've had as well. So combining those two brilliant skills, I would ask you for your favourite Six Nations moment. Anytime. Anytime? Yeah. Well, personal, because everyone seems to be saying it's England, Ireland, it's Simon Gagan's try when we beat them 13-12 in 94. But when I was a kid, I remember Tony Ward uh, jinking his way through the ball above his head and setting up a try in Cardiff Farns Park, and I was behind the post watching, and it's those at the moment. That, and what age were uh, you about? I'd have been 11 or 12. It was my first away tour with Turnier College going to Cardiff, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was those sort of things that... Uh, Who scored the try? Ah... You're gonna, all I remember is Wardy making his break with, and shoving, shoving the ball above his head. I was too young to remember the yeah. try. Uh, it was just a, an iconic moment because uh, it, was, uh, it was my first kind of away game watching behind the posts. And, um, Have a yeah. look. Robbie to Ward. It's another testing Gary Owen from the man from Gary Owen. Eluding everyone, but Wales now having to regroup as Islander in possession. Lovely possession it is to Ward Campbell. Chance here for Irwin, five metres out, he's held up. The switch back by Slattery. Ward again to the open side. What a lovely dummy, Ward still. The link beautifully taken by Slattery. The try is there, his fourth for Ireland, and one that came in sensational style. Ireland's captain gives Ireland the lead. And the funny thing is, my, my first ever autograph was as a seven or eight-year-old. It was in Lakelands, and it was of Tony Ward as well. So seeing him score that from behind the put they're the things that you remember. That's what I love about Six Nations. Yeah. Connor O'Shea, everybody. Look for all the world like we've blown our chance. To lose a game, we should have won. What a crime. That's the way it was going into injury time. Then Connor Murray got the ball, the final play. He spun it out to Johnny, and I heard him say, Drop goal. Woo! Go Johnny, go drop goals. Go Johnny, go drop goals. Go Johnny, go drop goals.